Oh God! Hello. This is Aiden Taco Jones, and you're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the thirty first of July, two thousand and eighteen. I look. I'm recording this on Monday. I'll start off with that. Um, because I know I've been recording them fairly late, especially to uh, you guys who listen in Australia. I know they normally come out just after kind of lunchtime on Tuesday. And because I've been in the UK, they've been later and some people have told me, hurry up, can't stop fucking, you know, just stop. Just stop. A lot of people have just told me to stop. <laughs> I actually really like doing this pod, man, because like it stresses me out on the day that I have to do it. It really stresses me out that I'm like, oh, fuck, and i got to make... It's like a half hour, 40 minutes to record, and then i got to upload it, and, but it's for like an hour-ish job. But as soon as I actually sit down to do it, it's so nice to just, like, that, what you just heard at the start of this then, was, <laughs> was the last, like, hour and a half of me just fucking freaking out in a room by myself because I'm like, I just get so stressed when things don't work out. So I just ordered my um, my books for Edinburgh. I'm in Edinburgh, by the way. La 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 la. Um, and uh, let me drink some water here. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm, um, I'm in Edinburgh. And I'm in the flat. We just got into the flat today that we're going to be living in for the next um, month. And I was sitting here ordering my books off this website, Instaprint, which is a great website that I use every time I come to the UK. I've used them to print my last, the Abisham flat, that book. Uh, By the way, the new book, almost 30,000 words. That's like almost a novel. The Great Gatsby is 45,000 words. That's two thirds of the Great Gatsby. Fucking, come on. It's, <laughs> that's what I used to say in my show. It's as good, but it's just condensed, you know? Like, whatever. Anyway, so I'm ordering the new book, and I made some orders on, I made an order on Friday for it, but then I didn't have the money, so I just, like, paused it, and I was going to come back to it today. But then, I, I, like, I couldn't get it in my basket to figure out how to pay for it on the site and I made like four duplicate orders and they're now sitting in my in my like uh profile on that website and it's just like you know when you have like unread messages in your inbox on Facebook or whatever and it's like it doesn't actually mean anything functionally but it's just annoying you just want to go in there and click like markers read you know it's just so they're not unread and I don't know how to delete those and then I didn't know how to add the new order to my basket or whatever. And I just, I was sitting there at the kitchen table after like 45 minutes of trying to do this, just literally yelling, just screaming the word fuck at the top of my lungs. (laughs) I like slammed the table and I remembered last year having a similar problem with printing my extra flyers after my initial run of flyers ran out. And I remember slamming that table open with like an open faced hand and it being really satisfying because it's this like nice wooden table in the kitchen. 
and it makes a, a really huge bang when you slam it and it also hurts the whole palm of your hand if you if you smack it like a fucking psycho <laughs> oh my god i'm a maniac when i get like when it's always computers and shit when i when i really get on a tear with computers and i'm just like i'm you know i'm not happy i get so fucking upset Oh my god, if anyone listening but comes to the show in Edinburgh and buys a book off me, know when you read that book that that in the process of printing it for about 45 minutes, I was sitting in a kitchen of a flat that I don't own that I live in once a month and I'd just gotten in here today and the first thing that the neighbours would have heard was just me screaming the word fuck at the top of my lungs. Oh my god, I need to chill out. I've been laughing for too long. It's getting tedious. So I'm sitting at the moment, I'm sitting in a chair, maybe for the first time ever on this podcast. Oh my god. This is really nice. I fucking love this flat, man. This is the second year in a row that we've been in this particular flat. It's me, Robin Perkins and Dave Chawner are here at the moment as well. They're not in the flat, but they're in Edinburgh. And still to come, we've got Zara Barry, Sarah Isles, Russell Hicks, and Richard Wright. Just a great flat, man. Just a great crew of people. Um, it was so much fun last year, and it's going to be so much fun again this year. I just cooked a meal. I just cooked my first meal of the fringe, <laughs> which really means nothing. But, I'm, you know, I'm into making landmarks and shit. Um, first meal of the fringe... And uh, what did I cook? Just like a red curry with coconut sauce, bit of onions, red pepper, chili, uh, chicken, and rice. And it was great. And then I, and then I got really, really angry for a bit. And now I'm tired. <laughs> um, oh shit! I haven't even opened my book to see my notes, huh? I um. I did a trial. I was actually, I'll talk about, I got into Edinburgh, man, I missed my fucking flight from, but that then, (laughs) that, that book ordeal just now made me angrier than like more upset than missing a flight from Berlin to Manchester on, um, on fucking Thursday. Oh God, Thursday was a nightmare. But I just, I think because it's my fault, when something's my fault, I'm like, I can't be angry, you know? It's when it's someone else that I'm like, you should be better. When really, like, how should they be better? When I'm just as bad, if not worse, at making things work and getting shit done, you know? But I just, I always get angrier at other people because it's that indignation, you know? When it's like, if it's yourself, you just, like, if for me, if it's me that it's fucked up... I, I like, I laugh because I'm like, oh, I'm so happy-go-lucky. Like, I just, I take anything the world throws at me. <laughs> because it's my fault, you know? And I can't get angry at myself because I don't hate myself. But as soon as it's someone else, I'm like, this fucking worthless piece of shit company and their stupid fucking website needs to be better, should be better, and someone needs to fix this right fucking now because I've had enough. <laughs> That's my attitude flips so quickly because I'm like, everyone needs to be better except me. Oh God, it's satisfying to be a piece of shit. So Thursday, I missed my flight. Um, I think I just like, I got a really nice flight from Berlin to Manchester at 10 past 10 in the morning. And um, 
that was after I yeah finished staying with um with Kirsten. God, that was a lovely week in Berlin. And then I woke up in the morning, gave her a hug, went to leave, and she went, "Oh, aren't you a bit late?" And I I realized that I'd woken up at eight twenty, which was when I was supposed to get the train oh even before that oh, yeah 8 20 for a 10 past 10 flight takes an hour to get to the fucking airport and uh she, she was like are you a bit early uh, are you a bit late and i was like oh no i'll be fine and as soon as she walked back into her room i looked at my phone and i was like oh no i've made a terrible mistake here i set my alarm for an hour later than what i was supposed to i was supposed to be leaving at seven twenty. so uh yep yeah, got there just in time for the baggage gate to close so i couldn't check my bag in so i could have boarded the flight but i would have had to ditch one of my bags and just have hand luggage which i wasn't going to do so um yeah i bought a new flight 90 pounds later and the new flight left at 1:35 p.m which was still okay like that's a pretty decent result given that i'm a fucking idiot um and then I was in Manchester, landed in Manchester, went to just a fucking bar, had a beer, had a, I got a beer, I got a pint of beer and a pint of water, and then I got a meal, and it's Weatherspoon, so you also get a, a free drink with your, with your meal, so I'm sitting there at this table with a pint of beer, a pint of water, and a pint of lemonade, <laughs> Must have looked like a psycho, just with by myself, just three pints of liquid in front of me. Like this guy really cannot make his mind up as to what he wants on a on a fucking Thursday afternoon, can he? Um, but yeah, hung out there for a bit and then got the bus. And the bus took like another. There was some a lightning strike. No, yeah, the trains were fucked in England because there was a lightning strike on the tracks somewhere in the country, and so the whole country just fucking shut down. I don't know. But people were complaining about the trains being fucked. And then also, my bus, there was like a huge crash and so, like a, a a truck flipped on the M6 or something. And um, because of that, some of the buses were delayed like three, four hours. Ours, we were stuck in Preston for about an hour. So, um, in what should normally be, what is it, like five-hour bus from... Um, from Manchester to Glasgow, ended up getting to Glasgow, at, uh, instead of getting there just before midnight, we got there at about two in the morning, and then I got a bus to Edinburgh, and I, then I went to the hostel that I thought I was going to stay at, and they didn't have any beds, and na 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 na, and fucking, I ended up finally finding a bed, and getting my head down at 4am on a Friday morning, so like, from waking up at, 8.20, I was traveling for so long, just because I missed that fucking flight, man, what a moron, and it just, it killed my money as well, I'm now, like, almost broke, and here's the thing that's scaring me as well, is, next part of the story, I had, uh, I've had two previews this weekend, one Saturday, one Sunday, and the one on Saturday, I bombed my fucking ass off, like, I really, really bombed, uh, <laughs> It was so brutal. I think, but I just, there's a lot of kinks to iron out in this show, like, uh, functionally, or what's the word? Like, with the actual, the logistics of the show, how am I going to get the cards? So, so I think what I'm going to do 
is when I hand the cards out to people, I'm not going to let them read them, number one. I'm just going to hand the cards out, maybe at the start of the show, whatever, but get them to the audience so they can read. And then they'll still have the input of like deciding whether their card's a good card or not. But I'm not going to let them read the card because that just kills the momentum. I want to be like, all right, who reckons they've got a good one? Or point at someone and go, what do you reckon yours is going to be good or nah? Um, And then I grab it off them and read it like that. Um, I also have to work on not taking the mic off the stage with me. That's important. I reckon I've got a big enough voice to just go off mic at those points, but then still use the mic when I'm telling the stories, you know, maybe I'll be able to incorporate that. Like when I'm getting the card, I'm not really in stand up mode so I can go off mic at that point and still be talking enough that everyone in the room can hear me. But when I go back on mic, it's like, and now we're doing stand-up again, you know? Anyway, I'm going to read the cards myself. Um, I did, so, oh yeah, on, on fucking Saturday, I was getting the audience to read them, and there was like a Lithuanian couple who just absolutely could not speak loud enough, and I was trying to give them the mic, and that was no good, and their English was their second language, so they were mumbling, and <laughs> just fucked. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I think what kind of spooked me was at the start of the show, actually, before also because it's in a 120-seat room, but I had 20 people in because it's a preview and I didn't promote it. And uh, the tech doesn't know me, so he doesn't know that I like to sit on the stage with music playing and chat to people. So he's trying to change the volume of the music because he thinks I'm, like, starting the show. And uh, I'm like, no, 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 man, keep the music going and whatever. But... Um, then when I finally, before I'd started the show, so the music's still going and I'm kind of talking, some guy at the back went, is this going to get better, mate? Because right now it sucks. <laughs> and I, I just didn't deal with it very well because I was feeling nervous about doing the show. And I just went, you can leave, mate. If you want to leave, you can leave right now. You don't have to be here. And uh, I think that really put people on guard a little bit that it was I, I had made no attempt at making it funny or engaging with the guy I was just like you can leave right now <laughs> if you're gonna bring your fucking negativity into my show you, you random and cunt um yeah I didn't deal with it very well at all and that set the tone for the rest of the show and then I didn't do anything up top that was like this is who I am I just went straight into the the opening part of gear for the story which is when I was 20 I met a girl and we tried to have sex and I couldn't get hard that was like the first thing I said to them (laughs) and uh yeah people didn't really take to it to be honest so that was that. I did about 40 minutes and by the end I was just like, this is, you know, I was eating shit the whole fucking time. I didn't ask for money on that one. And I went and had a beer with, uh, with the lovely Strew and Logan and uh, another guy called Vic, I think, or Viv or something. Some dude from some comic from the States and we just talked shit and they shat on me for being a bad comic. <laughs> it was real nice. Um, but the Saturday show was great. The weekend at the Monkey Barrel. Oh, so good. Man, the Friday, Saturday, 100 people, like, sold out both shows. Um, I just did the middle 15 set, but that was great. And then last night's show, maybe, like, 60, 70 in, but just a real fun, real fun weekend, man. So it's been a lovely first few days in Edinburgh, minus the bomb and minus me freaking out in the flat just then. I cannot wait until everyone gets here. Um, I think... No, Luca's not getting here tomorrow. Maybe Pete gets here tomorrow. Pete Jones. 
Peter the Jones. Um, on the 31st, I can't remember. Luca gets here on, on Wednesday, as does Jacqueline, I think. Um, anyway, I can't wait for those guys. I can't wait for everyone else in the flat to get here. We've been setting up the venues for the last couple of days, so it's just been like uh, a crew of laughing horse people going around and setting up those um, venues, chucking posters up and and um, setting up the PAs and stuff. And I'm a little bit tired, to be honest, which does not bode well for the rest of the festival because, like, this is a long-ass fucking festival, man, and um, I shouldn't be tired. It's not even day one yet. It's like day minus three at the moment, so I should be still fucking with a lot of energy i need to save myself i need to not drink tonight except i bought a bottle of wine from the supermarket before so i'm probably going to drink tonight what else oh, i'm back on the tinder <laughs> yes back on the tins <laughs> um uh, oh, I had a, I actually, I had a, a really nice conversation with this one girl, or well, just like a, a fun interaction in that, like, we, um, she had a thing on her Tinder that was like, you know, some people have, I don't know if you guys use Tinder, but some people have like their Snapchat or their Instagram, and it's just like that kind of person, <laughs> whenever I see someone that's like, IG, blah, 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 here's my handle, I'm like, you're not going to swipe right on me. If you're like <laughs> using Tinder, if you think you're hot enough that people are just going to follow you off that, even if you are hot or not, you think you're hot enough and so you think you're too hot for me. That's what it is, man. <laughs> I know I'm not physically like, a prize, do you know what I mean? Um, someone who's like, I want to use my hots to get boys to follow me on Instagram. That's like... <laughs> they're looking for some shredded motherfucker and uh, I'm not shredded I, I was trying to think of something funny to say there and I couldn't so I just let it sit you know I'm not shredded that's something I have to come to terms with um, yeah but this one girl had a she had her email address on there and I was like that's fucking sick I'm gonna send this girl an email um, so I did, and it was just like the rambling, like, like, hey, I saw your email, it's really funny, so let me read you, here's some questions, should I, re no, I don't know, is that like a private, ah, oh, fuck it, I don't care, let me read the email I sent this girl, because um, that was fun, it was, hey, blank, I'll leave her name out, my name is Aiden. I just saw you on Tinder and I thought it was very funny that you included your email in your bio. I have several points to raise with you and thank you in advance for indulging me. Are you Australian? You look Australian. Also, photo and Clapham equals Australian. Fuck, Tinder just closed while I was writing this and now your profile's gone and I can't swipe right or see your pictures anymore. Fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, we're going off road. Sorry that last one wasn't a... Uh, three, sorry that last one wasn't a question. I hope that hasn't bummed you out. Four, and that one. Okay, so I did want to ask who the old guy is you're posing with a cutout of in one of the pics, but I also felt like that may be an Australian person. Look, I really feel like you're Australian. Five, basically just hello. You look funny in your pics and I felt like sending an email would be a silly thing to do. I'm working on setting up a few fringe venues today and just walked back to my hostel in the rain so I needed something to do while I sit and dry off before scampering across to check into my new hostel. This email has occupied me nicely. 
I'd love to know who you are, what you do, and whether reading this has been anything approaching an enjoyable experience for you. So please do hit me back. Ha 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 ha. This is ridiculous. Yours in vague anonymity, Aiden. So look, that was fun. And she emailed me back and she said that she gets a lot of those, but that one was nice. And so congratulations. And that made me feel good. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're going to hang out, but we've had a nice email chat and we've added each other on Facebook. So that's that's one point for the good. Um, I've had a few other matches on Tinder. I've been thinking a lot about the girl from last year, man. It's um, I wasn't for a while. She's seeing someone else now, so there's no chance of rekindling that romance, which, if I'm honest, is kind of what I was hoping would happen, but it's not going to. Um, she's seeing someone else, and so it's just like, I've, that, I've found that out like two months ago or whatever, and um, I hadn't thought about it a lot, but now like coming to Edinburgh like the night before I left Berlin I was just thinking about it all night and then on my way here on the bus every like half hour or so my mind would just wander to that and I'd get a little bit sad you know um and I mean like the last time I was in this city in December was when I came over here to see her and it didn't work out and it just it was the biggest bummer and all like all of these places that I went to in December I just my memory of them is just like, oh, that's where I was sad for a month, you know. So, um, I'm trying not to think about that too much. Although I do know that she does get back to the city on the day after shows start, I think, on the 3rd or something. Like, she's been away and, uh, I just, like... I don't know whether I want to run into her or whether I don't want to run into her. Like my my fantasy that I had in my head, um, uh, before I do this, I should do, uh, let me do music shit. Um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Marabou State the last week or so. You guys know them? That's a band that I, I like knew about. Um, I like knew their name or something like that, but I didn't know like who the fuck they were. This song Turnmills is fucking sick. Really cool, like progressive, kind of housey stuff. I don't know what you would call it. It's got like a dry, it's like all instrumental. It's not like synthesizers and shit. It's kind of, kind of like orchestral even that song, but just a really driving bass line, really funky, maybe not house, but along that line of like, you know, fast driven beat that you can dance to. Check that out, man. Marabou State Turnmills. I want to look them up actually. And then I will tell this, I'm sorry for cutting myself off in the middle of a story. I know that's fucking annoying, but I feel like I want to save that thing to last. Um, uh, uh, oh, I've also been listening to, man, do you guys know the podcast Come Town? <laughs> Oh my god, those guys are fucking insane, three Americans, dudes, all from New York, they're in their late 20s, and um, they just, for an hour a week, they just talk about, they they talk about dicks, and, and having sex, and they call shit that they don't like gay, and it's just the most juvenile, and offensive, really, crap, possible, um, but fuck, it makes me laugh so much. Like, I know you can't call shit gay, and I'm so I'm really sorry for finding that funny, but I feel like I just can't help but laugh when so like I'm try I try not to do it. I you know I don't want to do it because I don't want to use a word that people identify with as their identity as a pejorative term. I don't think that's fair, but I really can't help the visceral reaction of laughter that I have when 
when other people do it, man. It's like... <laughs> they just... They call things gay. And they don't... They ne- oh, my God. It's so brutal, man. But, like, look... If you're a straight white guy, (laughs) maybe listen to that podcast. Anyone else is probably going to bum you out. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm not sure, but I bet like, it's like, I feel like they're the new Opie and Anthony. If you know who Opie and Anthony are, then you probably will know what I'm talking about. Those guys are like, they're occupying a similar kind of space as Opie and Anthony. And they have a a Reddit that they, like a, a subreddit that they always talk about on the podcast and um, it's just like all dudes who don't even listen to the podcast necessarily. And they just talk about like they hate Opie and Anthony and uh, they just love, I don't know, whatever. It's a weird fucking podcast, but it, I listen to that a lot on the, uh, on the train and the, on the, sorry, on the flight and the plane. Um, yeah, that made me laugh a bunch. Anyway, Mar- Marabou State. Marabou State are an English electronic music duo consisting of Chris Davids and Liam Ivory. They've released a handful of EPs and an album, Portraits. Besides their own material, the two producers are also have also done remixes for the likes of Alpines and Lana Del Rey. They perform internationally, signed to Counter Records, an imprint of UK independent label Ninja Turtle. They're fucking sick, dude. Definitely go check them out. I did not know. I'd seen their name so much, but I'd never bothered to like make the link of like, oh, that's by them and that's by them. And they actually have a bunch of fucking sick tunes. So if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely. Okay, I was talking about the girl from from, uh, last year. Look, yeah. I had this fantasy of... Because I really can't figure... Like, I'm not going to... When she told me, hey, I'm seeing someone, she was like, I'd like to have a drink with you, but, you know, if you don't want to, I understand. And I was like, I'll see how I feel. And I have no plans on on initiating any offer of a drink. If she asks, I don't know. I, I don't think I would say no. Like, I don't want to be a dick like that, but... I just don't know if I would have time, to be honest, and I don't know that that's something that I want to spend time on. Like, I've got limited time, and I don't really want to spend some of it having a drink with a girl who I was in love with a year ago, you know? Who, like, now has a boyfriend. I don't know. That doesn't sound like something that I want to do. But anyway, I've been thinking about, like, I, I had this fantasy of, like, what if I... I'm just walking around Edinburgh because Edinburgh is not a big city, man, especially during the fringe. It's not like vast and expansive like a Melbourne or a, or a, a London or fucking Berlin. It's kind of the fringe and all the activity is pretty concentrated in this few, like couple, two or three kind of miles or square or whatever kilometers. Um, and so I had this idea that like maybe I would run into her in the street and if I did... <laughs> the fa- in my head the situation is i'm standing around with some mates she sees me yells my name across a crowd like hey like you know and then mates to walk over and i just look at my friends and go i'll see you later and i just run <laughs> i just sprint in the opposite direction <laughs> i just run away i'm like <laughs> it's not even that i like couldn't handle talking to her or whatever although it would definitely bum me out it would make me sad but the, the theater of that <laughs> like from her eyes she calls my name out i just look at her in panic and then run in the other direction it's so funny to me <laughs> and um like i almost hope that that does happen 
And then I don't, and then she messages me and goes, what the fuck? And I'm like, haha, that's pretty funny, right? And that makes her laugh. And then that's it. I don't see her again. That's what I want. Even that's kind of pathetic, isn't it? I'm like, I just want to make her laugh one more time. Oh my God. Last night in the show, so one of the cards that I have is uh, I wrote on that. It was like self-improvement. I'm, I'm doing it for myself, not for the pat on the back and like shit like that. And when the girl uh, who had it gave it to me, she was like, this one's really lame. And I made a show of being like, oh, fuck you. I bet it's not. And then I read it out and I was like, oh, God, you're absolutely right. It's so lame. And I feel like I'm, st I still have that in me, you know, I have this like idea that it, I mean, it comes back to the idea that I've spoken about before. A, a mate of mine once said that I, I live my life like I'm in a movie. I think that's right. I want, I just have these little ideas of scenes that I'm like, if that happens, I'm going to do this and that's how it's going to be. And it would look great on a movie scene, but like on a screen, but maybe not be a good way to live your life, you know? So, uh, yeah, if I see that girl, I'm running the other way. Oh, also, actually, a quick shout out to, um, to Sam, who uh, listens to the podcast, came to my trial show yesterday, brought a bunch of mates, Sam from Edinburgh. Um, thank you, bro. That was fucking sick. And also, I'd forgotten, but I asked his friend for a cigarette in front of him. And as per the podcast a couple of weeks ago, he did slap me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd forgotten about it, but he did it. And I was like, oh yeah, I said that on the podcast. Fair play, man. He fucking, yeah, he slapped me right in the face. That was real funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I did that shit. <sighs> anyway, what time are we at? I think I'm done, man. Oh, I keep hitting like right on half an hour. It's 29.30. Let me take a little sip of tea here. And wrap up. Thank you guys for listening, man. As always, if you've listened to this point, iTunes, dude. Chuck me a review on iTunes. Five motherfucking stars. Um, go back. If you saw this on Facebook, go back and like the post um, when I post it. Or like share it. Give it a share if you think it's a good pod. Um, give it a share on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Say a few words about it. And get some more people listening. That'd be real fucking cool, man. This is going to be the last sitting under a tree for the month. Um, but I will be, I'm maybe I'll post like one of the, of the other apps a week or something like that of the one that I do with Luca and, and Pete and Knox, but, uh, there will be a podcast coming out every day with me on it. And I just don't think I'm going to have time to be doing this for the next month. So, um, yeah, keep an eye on that. I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but keep an eye on my, on my Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I'll be posting about that in the next few days um, and other than that have a fucking sick rest of your day man uh, this has been Aiden Taco Jones sitting under a tree peace <laughs>